welcome to our podcast, Dyslexia Demystified. I am Antonia and I'm joined here by... Alma, hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this is our very first episode. How are you feeling, Alma? I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty confident about today. How are She's you feeling? She's still a little nervous, but I'm sure she'll get used to it later. <laughs> I mean, having a podcast is kind of exciting. What do you think? Yeah, it's very exciting. Something I've actually wanted to do for a while. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Antonia? How are you feeling about today? Oh, I'm feeling very excited. Um, I already created a platform called Dyslexia Demystified. Not really a platform, it's a website. And it's still in the making. But we're doing this podcast to kind of like talk a bit about dyslexia and bring more awareness exactly because yes a website kind of does the job but a podcast is even better so So. antonio our topic for today is dyslexia why are we talking about it today why do you think it's so important well i myself am dyslexic and dyslexic or dyslexia is a genetic um learning difference that runs in families um, it's genetic, so my mom has it, my aunt has it, my grandma has it. Alma, does anyone in your family have dyslexia? Yeah, some people do, but it's less strong, so okay. it's less noticeable. I actually didn't yeah. know until they told me. Oh, wait, funny. who has it? My mom. <gasps> oh, really? Oh my gosh, that's, yeah. It's, I found How do you have it? I don't know, it's really weird. <laughs> I mean, Interesting. she does have it at a very low level, but still. I think a lot of people don't even know what dyslexia is, so... I mean, my dad was really surprised to find out she's dyslexic, too. Wait, when did your dad find out? Today, actually, that's pretty funny. Wait, what? Uh, we, we were talking about it at lunch today, and she brought it up, and he was weirdly surprised, even though <gasps> oh they've been married god. for 25 years, so it's quite, and quite he, crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, well, that just shows that dyslexia, often people don't even know that they are dyslexic, or that the person they're married to is dyslexic, so... And my mom even had to explain it to my dad. He actually was like, oh, you, you have trouble reading. And she's like, no. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just with some letters, yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay. But it's interesting that you and your sister don't have it. Because usually, if a parent has it, um, it's like very likely that it gets spread onto the children as well. Mm-hmm. Spread onto the children. That sounds weird. <laughs> Passed no, on to the children. Passed on, exactly. <laughs> so, do you want to explain what dyslexia is like? Or... Um, well, what do you know about dyslexia? Because I feel like it's okay. better if you start and then uh-huh. I correct you. So I have to admit, wrong. I actually don't know that much about it. Okay. I just See, know the basics, starting. I feel like. Exactly. Um, so I know that it's when people have maybe a harder time distinguishing between similar letters. For example, mm-hmm. B, E, D, Q. And it's kind of because yeah. their brain like, sees it differently. Mm-hmm. Like they don't just see it as a symbol, but they kind of see it more like, 3D or so I've heard or not 3D but like just they see it from like different angles I guess okay. um so that's what I've heard and that just makes it more difficult to read at a higher speed I guess mm-hmm. if they don't like practice reading okay well that's interesting because dyslexia or people who are dyslexic have a different brain wiring which sounds really weird but basically it means that we rely on our left side of the brain more than mm-hmm. our right side of the brain and our um, right side of the brain basically does more um, reading and writing and focuses on that, whereas left side of the brain is more... Oh, that's more a more creative side, right? Exactly. Okay. So the thing is, people with dyslexia, there's so many myths that people with dyslexia like will never be able to read or stuff <laughs> like that. It's like so wrong. 
And also, people often think that, like, when you're dyslexic, you're stupid, which is, like, also, like, such a lie, because, like, people... Because you're are... smart, right? Aww. No, but people who <laughs> are dyslexic usually have average or above average, like, IQ levels, so just saying. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lie. <laughs> what people are telling you, okay? So don't listen to those people who say that dyslexic people are stupid. Um, I mean, we know a lot of really intelligent dyslexic exactly. people. Exactly. Right. And a lot of there's a lot <laughs> well, of dyslexic celebrities. Yeah, but we're gonna get into that in a different episode. Yes, we so are. if you want to find out about dyslexic celebrities, you have to go to our next episode, which we're filming next week with a star guest. So <laughs> <laughs> no, not actual celebrity, but we are having a special guest. Yes, come, so <laughs> stay excited. Um, but now you, we're getting off the point. So. Um, dyslexia. dyslexia is. Exactly. Yes. So, people who have dyslexia, most of the time, actually, actually, like, they can learn how to read and write. It just takes them a little bit longer in the beginning sometimes because um, they often have, like, problems reading lines and sticking to a line because, like, often when they especially start reading, it appears as if like all the letters are like dancing across the page and it's like really weird because I didn't know that people who don't have dyslexia like don't see it because when I started reading I was like mom why are all the letters moving around and she's like yep you're dyslexic <laughs> and it's like it's hard to um stay focused on letters without bouncing around like skipping words mm-hmm. and that stuff so yes and also sometimes you switch around letters like you read a D instead of a B and that yeah. stuff, but that basically is. Is it also what... with other letters like A and M, for example? Just like random? no, not really. It's only letters that look very similar but have like a small difference. Okay. So the thing is, um, yeah, the more similar the letters are, the more likely it is for them to get like mixed mm-hmm. up. And you told me that when you were younger, you did go to, like, reading trainings. Oh, yeah, And so yeah, I yeah. wanted to ask, do you still feel like dyslexia affects you in your daily life still? Like, does it still have... Um, well, okay, I had dyslexia, like, I had it really badly as a kid. Well, not really badly, but, I, like, just, like, a normal dyslexic person. I had, like, a hard time reading. I was very slow with writing. I made a lot of spelling mistakes and I didn't like it at all because I like felt like so inferior to the other people. I was like, why is everyone else better than me? Why am I so slow with this? And then my mom was like, nope, you're just dyslexic. So she took me to this like reading training, <laughs> which like was in this like awful gray building. And I hated going to that place so much. It was, oh my God. Um, but it was really effective and I remember um, before I went to that place I had like 50 spelling mistakes and like a 100 word essay or a 150 word essay something like that Mm -hmm. and then when I left the place after like four or five months I only had like two mistakes in an essay like that so it was really really beneficial for me and they made me play like these really weird games where it had to like match like letters to sounds and all that stuff uh-huh. and where I had to like a lot of like word games but it really really helped um but the only problem is such like dyslexia training can be very expensive for my family it was very very expensive and unfortunately um the state didn't fund it which was annoying um why didn't the state fund it did they think like, do you have to have a certain level of dyslexia, or do they just not fund that type of training at all? They just don't fund that type of training. I'm sure they offer some services, mm-hmm. but 
at least the country we live in. Oh, we didn't even say which country we live in. We live in Austria. Yeah, Austria. Woo! <laughs> um, Austria, we like Austria, but they don't offer... Well, they offer some stuff for dyslexic people, but in school, for instance, you don't get any accommodations if you need extra time. You only get extra time in international schools and not mm -hmm. in the normal Austrian gymnasiums, as they're called. Um, I think it's ridiculous because I mean it is an actual problem. I don't think why I don't yeah. understand why the state wouldn't fund the. Oh yeah. Like, also, so first of all, we don't get like the accommodations that you'd get in other countries, but also that they only fund certain programs. Like the one program I went to, the one that really helped me and was the only one that really helped me was outrageously expensive. It was like. Mm -hmm. 60 or 70 euros per lesson plus an extra like a hundred euro fee per month i think or something wow. okay i was like that's really expensive <laughs> i know and it's like for a person with an average income that is like it really hurts financially but i guess that's the price you have to pay for getting a good education and it's so important that people with dyslexia get a good education because they're not any less than like non-dyslexic people but a lot of people and teachers especially fail to see that i mean i think a lot of our teachers really like to generalize the class yeah. so it's not just for people with dyslexia i think it's generally just really ignoring any type of learning problems or even non-learning problems like just regular things people who don't just learn from copying what the teacher is saying or writing uh, are just gonna have a major disadvantage in school i think that's a real problem with our education system that's my yeah about. because the thing is people who have dyslexia are like designed to succeed in life okay like they have to, like the way their brain is wired is that they will be creative and they'll find um like new ways to solve problems and they just have like all these like great skills that non-dyslexic people mm -hmm. don't have But when it comes to the education system, um, dyslexic people actually have a huge disadvantage because they don't fit the same like cookie cutter shape as everyone course, else. Yeah. And that's kind of really annoying because like all these like young children have so much creativity when they come into school and mm -hmm. then at school they're like all kind of like molded into the same shape and i kind of hate that like all the creativity is taken away from them and also people who don't fit the normal cookie cutter shape are kind of like forced to conform with everybody else like people who are dyslexic or people for instance who just are a bit different like have to fit the same standards mm. as everyone else so i actually have a question about um the education system being difficult for dyslexic people i can see where that would be with like reading assignments or exams timed exams mm -hmm. but what i don't understand is i mean generally speaking most teachers actually teach mostly by talking mm -hmm. so i don't see how it would be a problem there is it still a well, problem there the thing is usually talking is fine but in order to for you to get a good education you really need to have that solid base in terms of reading and writing because the thing yeah. is if the teacher yeah if the teacher is talking it's fine but if the teacher then says open your textbooks and read page 176 okay. and then if you have like difficulty keeping up with everyone else then that won't really help you even if you mm -hmm. understand everything the teacher is saying you still need to like be at the same pace as everybody else in order to fit the same standards as everybody else okay. um so the thing is um 
that's one flaw in our education system is that like a lot of children who are dyslexic kind of get overlooked they don't get the help they need at a young age so then they don't have that solid base of reading and writing and then they never can go to a good high school or university because they never got that solid base in elementary school yeah and i, I mean, think that's really annoying <laughs> i definitely notice that a lot of teachers speak too fast or even non-dyslexic people to write down everything they're saying mm. so i can't imagine having an even greater disadvantage yeah with that. but the thing is like i was absolutely fine in high school or like middle school here you mm-hmm. class put that one to one category it's called gymnasium um and i was absolutely fine in gymnasium because I had this special reading training at a young age and it was really effective and I basically didn't notice any of my dyslexia side effects I had in elementary school um, late on, which was amazing because I literally forgot that I was dyslexic <laughs> and I didn't tell anyone, I didn't tell any of my friends either because I just like, basi- I literally forgot I had it and then only recently I was like, oh my god, I'm dyslexic by the way and then I told my friends, oh yeah, I'm dyslexic by the way and they were like, what, you? <laughs> so it's like if you get like the proper help um or training then you will be fine but if you don't then you have a problem is it a time thing if you get it in adulthood does that still have the same effect or? um it's better than not getting any help at all but it's so much more effective to get it at a young age mm-hmm. because so like, the younger the better absolutely okay. <laughs> yeah Take notes, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's it really, really annoys me. Because recently, I was thinking to myself, like, oh my god, if I didn't get that training, I probably would be, like, in a not-so-good school at the moment. And I'd be thinking, Absolutely. and I was thinking, like, where would I be now if I, like, wouldn't have gotten that training? And then I was also thinking, like, where would I have been if my mom wouldn't have, like, practiced reading with me so much? Or if my mom didn't have the, like money to fund the extra training I got like I probably would not be able to read as well or write as well as I do now and it like made me think that so many other children like who don't who aren't as financially well off and that stuff just don't get the help they need and that's really annoying to yeah. me especially kids who don't even recognize that they have dyslexia yes that's another thing uh, so many children never find out that they're dyslexic and then they just grow up their whole lives thinking they're stupid because they can't fit the same like cookie cutter shape as everybody else and that is so frustrating because these kids could be brilliant mm-hmm. they literally could be like I don't know they could find a new cure for cancer or something like that but the way we're kind of like putting them in our education system saying you have to be like this. Mm-hmm. And otherwise you're slow, you're yeah, dumb. Otherwise you're stupid. Like that. That's just like so like degrading. Of course. And especially even kids who do realize they have dyslexia. And a lot of people carry this idea that dyslexic people are, are still, you know, dumber or whatever. And then that's also, I think, really uh, demotivating when people kind of look down at you when they find out you're dyslexic. Yeah, like literally, I am really glad about being dyslexic because I actually think it's kind of more a advantage than a disadvantage. But in my opinion, the only disadvantage that comes with dyslexia is all the stigma that goes with dyslexia. Because literally, when you're dyslexic, everyone like always asks you like, oh my god, does that mean you can't read? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I thought you were so smart. You're dyslexic? What? <laughs> it like it's really weird because when people say like oh I thought you were so smart how can you be dyslexic it's like 
you can be smart and dyslexic at the same time. Yeah, that's what I'm they're saying exactly, and it's like so weird. It's like, like, am I now no longer smart because I'm dyslexic? Like, mm-hmm. it's so weird, and I hate the fact that there's like so much stigma that goes with dyslexia. But yeah. Okay, so I think that's enough for one episode. Exactly. So this was like a little introduction um to our podcast um how, how do you feel alba i feel pretty good i feel like this is gonna be quite interesting yeah so we're gonna continue next week um with mm-hmm. our new episode on which one do we have next week i have no idea but ah, we celebrities oh. with dyslexia so okay. we're gonna be talking about famous people with dyslexia how they conquered their dyslexia and mm-hmm. how and how they spread the information about dyslexia. Exactly. I think that also changes a lot exactly and yeah Okay. Successful episode. Bye okay. Guys. Bye.